Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you were blessed by today's sermon. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Uh, I have many friends among this congregation. Robin and I have lived here over 40 years, actually about 40. Um, so yeah, you know, been, been in Midland a long time. Uh, I'm just so encouraged when I read uh, this passage in Isaiah 49. I will make you as the light for the nations that my salvation may reach to you to the ends of the earth. Of course, that was written by the prophet Isaiah to the nation of Israel, but also it's written for us, the church today, to fulfill. That, that we would be able to be a light to the nations and bring the gospel message of salvation. So East-West Ministries exists to glorify God by multiplying believers or followers of Jesus Christ in the spiritually darkest places of the world. And one of the ways that we do that is that we send short-term mission teams, and that's what I do, into areas where we have unreached people groups. An unreached people group is uh, a, a, typically a place where there are no Bibles, um, there are no churches, there is no formal or effective witness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oftentimes, very few believers. So we go into these regions where there are unreached people groups. And we will work with uh, indigenous partners uh, in those regions. And those people, our partners, are actively reaching the lost, making disciples of new believers, and planting churches. So we tie in and work with them. And what we call that is a multiplying movement. And uh, often those multiplying movements look very much like what you read in the book of Acts about the early church. I know that may be hard to believe, but we're seeing the book of Acts be replayed in Asia, North Africa, and the Middle East today. Um, so, I was in Nepal just a month ago and got to see some of those very same things happen. Uh, we were uh, an extreme team where we backpacked for over 30 miles into very remote regions, uh, speaking to two different unreached people groups where we saw tremendous response to the gospel. But our mission does not end overseas. We also try to see great change in the hearts of our team members so that they come home with a new desire to make a difference and reach people in their community and also become more involved in the Great Commission. It's why we say that the end of the trip is the beginning of movement. Each of you has a calling in your life. Let me uh, share some of the words of our risen Savior uh, before He was ascended into heaven. All authority has been given to me from heaven and earth. Therefore, Go and make disciples of all nations or all ethnic groups and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to be obedient or to obey all that I have commanded them. Of course, that is the Great Commission, which most of you are familiar with. And the way that plays out in each of our lives may be a little bit different. Some are called to go. Some, are, some send. Some may give. And who among us cannot pray? Uh, all are very necessary parts. The Great Commission is achieved by a team, not an individual person. And we need your 
teamship. You're joining our team and praying for us. And many, many in this congregation do pray for us, uh, Robin and I, as we, as we take trips uh, to other parts of the world. Um, my challenge uh, and encouragement to you today is to be faithful in small things. And if you do that, you will eventually see God lead you into big things. I've seen that if we respond to the clear commandments in Scripture, that our faith will grow in amazing ways. We will come to have a deeper relationship with the Lord. We will experience a joy that passes understanding. And He will give us greater opportunities to trust Him. It's as Paul said to us in the book of Ephesians, to Him who does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that is within us. I can say those things confidently to you today because that's my story. I've seen those things happen in my life in the last two years. So I want to share with you several opportunities that you can be involved in. The first is the most obvious, and that is praying for uh, laborers. If we look at what Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 9, towards the end of Matthew chapter 9, the Scriptures tell us that Jesus was looking at the crowds and He had compassion upon them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And then He looks at His disciples and tells them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. That was true in Jesus' day. It's still true today. We need more laborers. And then Jesus tells His disciples, pray to the Lord of the harvest for laborers. It's a very uh, common uh, passage that many of us know. It was, it was something that I was very familiar with for years. I even memorized it. And yet, until recently, I wasn't being obedient to that clear command to pray for laborers. So I would encourage you not only to pray for us, but to be obedient to that command and to pray for laborers because the harvest is plentiful. The second uh, opportunity I want to share with you is um, an opportunity to be a host family for an international student. This is a work in progress. Uh, Stan Jacobs, who most all of you know, is uh, working with me so that we can try to gain access to international students at Midland College. Uh, I would ask Stan uh, to take a stand, but he's already told me, everybody knows me, you don't need to ask me to stand. <laughs> so that is something that we're working on. There he is. Yeah, this is, this is, this is low-hanging fruit. The Lord has brought people from around the world to our doorsteps. And uh, it's, it's basically just opening up your home, sharing a meal, uh, becoming friends with an international student, and eventually sharing the gospel. And we can help train you if you feel like you need help in that area. Uh, so it's a great opportunity. It's something that we're, we're working on presently. And then the last opportunity would be a short-term team uh, going to Houston uh, in uh, late April, we think. Um, Robin and I had the pleasure of being able to go there this past October and work with Afghan refugees. Uh, incredible people. Uh, the Lord is moving in great ways there. We have a team in Houston. It's like being in a foreign country but yet still being within the United States. The culture that surrounds you is from all over the world. So it's not quite as hard to get to as Nepal. Houston is very easy to get to, uh, and it's only a five-day uh, uh, trip. So 
uh, like for you to consider all of those things. Thank you so much for your time. Blessings to you. Um, and I'll be available after the service uh, at a table in the foyer. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.